0: Welcome back to another week of History Creeps, another episode of History Creeps. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, and I'm here with...
1: The ever-powerful, that's that's what the ladies call me, powerful, Johnny Townsend. And we are thrilled to announce that this is a new era. A new... Error? Era? Error? <laughs> er, well, it could be either way. We don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah, this, A new era of history creeps. Yes. And that we've decided that since he was so great last time, that we're going to bring him back as a permanent third host. And please introduce yourself.
2: Uh, My name is Carter Johnson. Uh, I'm a novelist and uh, sometime um, history researcher like yourselves. And uh, it's great to be back on here, man. This is going to be good.
1: It's very cool. That's right. I am also a novelist. I've written... I haven't written anything. Do you, are you can you be
0: considered a novelist if you've read novels? Cuz then I'm a novel. I'm a huge novelist.
2: Oh, then I de- yeah, I definitely am too. <laughs> More so than before.
1: No, this so is we're awesome. All, we're all novelists here. So that's that's what's important.
0: It's a novel idea. <laughs> this is <laughs> But um tss, So very- yeah. That's cool. This is it. This is our new version of the show.
1: It's all new. It's all powerful. Nobody knows what's going to happen, especially us. Exactly. We're going to have a whole
0: a different format. Normally we bring uh a couple of topics that that fit a theme to the table. Uh Johnny has one, I'll have one, but now we're going to do it a new way. We're going to have just basically the theme of the show and we're all going to come with some things to talk about and just like last episode have it conversation style. We felt like that worked.
2: Yes. And this is stuff tonight, and oh, yeah. this stuff oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. crazy stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, tonight we have some fun stuff for sure. Um,
1: Wait, do you guys hear that? It's like a oh, buzzing oh, noise. Oh, yeah. What's what is it? What 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 what? Yeah. are we get are we getting interrupted by something like some sort of buzzer noise? You guys hear that?
0: Who's that? It's ew.
1: Oh, sorry guys, excuse me, I shouldn't have eaten that.
0: <laughs> this is the this is the buzzer. You guys know the buzzer, right? Buzzer. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> the idea behind this is that where hold on, where is this coming out of Russia?
2: Somewhere in Russia, it's uh, the location was moved, I think, in two thousand ten.
1: Correct, sir.
2: And it also got a new supposedly a new call sign. Now that depends on whether or not you believe what they broadcast when they open their broadcasts is the call sign or not. But if so, it's no longer UVB seventy six.
0: Yeah, I heard. I, I saw that it changed. It's a different different call letters.
2: Johnny, do you know which one it is now? Because I couldn't. Uh, I could only find one. It was only a couple of letters, and I've heard that it's it's changed again since then.
1: It's UVB sixty nine. <laughs> trying to get more hip with the kids. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's not true. Do not do not quote me on that. Oh
0: man. Uh so yeah, this is the uh, theme for the show tonight is inter- uh radio and television broadcast s- like creepy signals or interruptions and weird transmissions. This is one of them. This is um this is one that comes out of the Russian area and the point to this thing is what? No one knows, right? Well, there's I you think go- we're-
1: Okay. Okay. Right, well, tag it in. Tag it in. Tag team. Uh, I, <laughs> I think this is considered a number station, and there's those are kind of all over the world. Everybody's every country you can think of with a big government has had one at some point. Even in the United States, and it's pretty much a way for them to get um, codes out in a way to like get uh, people who would know what those codes mean. So like spies and all that kind of sort of thing. So that's what they think this is during the Cold War yeah so uh, so right there it's telling me that i need to go pick up some bread before i go home so this is supposed
0: to be putting number like there's oh no i guess because there's a break in this right they said that like this thing would repeat over and over and over and over but people started to actually listen and once in a while there'll be a break and and there's talking in russian
2: there's talking and there's they usually use some sort of code that has that's sort of like our codes um but it has to do with numbers and or <laughs> Russian names. Now, the way I understand it is if you're a Russian spy, you have these things called one time pads that allow you to decode these messages.
0: Hmm.
2: But the question remains, if the cold War's over, you know, why are they still broadcasting these messages?
1: Yeah. And I will say that the, it's almost always that buzz that we've been hearing. That's almost always it. The, yeah, when you hear speaking, it's really, really rare.
2: That's what I read too. That's what I, everything I saw told me that too. Was that, it, but but I also read that somebody said it's only rare because people haven't tuned in that much. The more people that tune in, the more they catch these uh, uh, Russian voice interruptions.
1: Well, I also you know, I don't know if you guys saw this, but when I was researching this. It said that if you really listen to it, it's not like a recording going over the air. It's like a microphone recording a noise going I, over the air. I
0: did see that. I saw that. They uh, they said also you can hear once in a while like slight talking in the background. So it makes it feel like that there's actually people there monitoring
1: the thing. Well, there's one that's really famous. You can find it on YouTube, and it will creep you out. Like There's a woman who screams just randomly in the background. Like, All it's right. a woman's blood-curling scream. we got to find that one. Here we go.
0: You can hear people talking in the background. I'm going to turn it up. Listen.
2: Huh.
0: Wonder where the scream is. You hear that? There it was. Did you hear? There it was. I'm gonna play it again, real quick. Here it is. Oh.
2: Now I've heard some people say that there's a chance that it could be two transmissions overlapping.
0: I was gonna say because did you hear the other ta- the talking right before it? It was sounded like yeah. a man talking.
2: But if it's but if it's if the signal is being broadcast over a microphone, then it's totally conceivable that it could pick up what's going on that's inside true. wherever this is now. That's true.
1: What's even creepier to me, though, is I can find nowhere uh, in which the Russian government themselves actually said what the station was for.
2: Yeah, no, that you're right. They've never said, this is what it's for, that's what it's for. So
1: They've never been official with it.
2: Yeah, it seems like the, the, the tone... Is like a place marker or a channel marker, so that when you tune in, you know you've hit the right channel. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you just wait for a message
0: based on the time that they tell you to listen in. You think?
2: Yeah, or I w- yeah, I would
1: hope so. That- you know how terrible it'd be if you were told just listen like for the rest of your life <laughs> and you had to put up with that sound. <laughs> oh my think, God!
2: Think though, that's that's what happened to a lot of Russian sleeper agents after the fall of the Soviet Union. They just got turned out over here.
1: Oh my God! Well, I'd fall asleep listening to that too.
0: But you're right, though. That's that, in like the spies could use it that way. But here's the thing: now because people know about it, don't you think they would change change it? Because if you're trying to get across messages, it's going to be recorded. People are recording all. There's you can look on YouTube for the buzzer or um, any of Wait, those things. And they're all over the it, place.
2: Yeah, you can check out the digital supposedly the digital number station of Webdriver Torso on YouTube. But I think the I don't know if it would work quite like that because it seems like it's one of those things where you've got to know what the code is in order to break it, right? So if you don't have one of those one-time pads, hmm. how can you break, you know, how can you break the code? Yeah. So you could absolutely <laughs> support it, but it would be worthless, you know.
1: What if what if the reason the, their government doesn't want to say what it's for is that it's just like a really secret way for them to, like. Gossip about other countries? (laughs) Like, did you see what the U.S. is wearing? (laughs) The
2: way... I I actually wrote a short story about this. And the way I used it was... It was an American version of this number station. But you sort of tuned in as part of the military or the government or what (laughs) have you. And when you heard the tone, you knew everything was okay. But when we changed the tone, that's when things get bad. So, in my story, it was about the two people that man the station and they get a call one night saying, you have to change the tone. Well, why do we have to change the tone? Don't ask those questions, just change the tone. Lock the door and change the tone.
1: It really reminds me of a show that I absolutely love that Chris hates called Lost. <laughs> which There was a there was a hatch, they go into the hatch. I wouldn't alert. say I hate it. There was a button that they're supposed to press every so often and put in a, yeah, code, a I remember. code. And they had to do it, and if they didn't, Something bad would happen, but they would never tell them what that bad thing was. That's
0: exactly what it reminded me of when I was researching this stuff. I was like, this totally reminds me of Lost. It reminds me of that underground bunker and the the transmission that went out constantly. And, like, that's it's – obviously, you can tell, like, a lot of writers took that – took those from the, uh, you know – from this, from real life, they borrowed from it, and it because it's it's weird. Whenever you have things like this that you don't, that nobody wants to explain, nobody wants to claim and say this was this is what it is. Speculation runs rampant. You can use it basically in anything. I saw um, that the transmitter moved from a city in russia to a new city and then in 2011 there was a group of like urban explorers that explored the old buildings in the older city and they found that it was an abandoned military base and with like radio logs with the recorded transmitter numbers that were set out over the uh the buzzer
2: yeah i read that one too
0: so and apparently this isn't the only one. There's, like, number stations all around the world, all these weird transmissions that just go out and give off these weird signals. Some of them have, like, somebody talking. Some of them give just reading numbers off, you know. It's just – and not, no one wants to say whose they are.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Now, two things. One, I didn't watch Lost either, but if I recall, they were all dead at the end anyway. So <laughs> – <Well, spoiler laughs> <alert. laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i i'm not gonna call spoiler alert on something i think is stupid anyway but hey um and the other thing is what if what if it is a dead man switch like i've heard that one too that you know every once in a while they have to you know go in and reset the code or something because it is some kind of leftover dead man switch from the soviet union but i don't know if i don't know if i buy that one man that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense
1: have you also, ga- just just for the record, Lost is amazing. There, end of story. <laughs> Keep going.
0: <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of, um, and it's a number station too, it's the Swedish Rhapsody station?
1: Swedish? Yes,
0: yeah, so apparently there's a song called The Swedish Rhapsody. I've never heard of it. But this station plays it before it does the call out of the tunes. Listen to this. This is creepy. It's just creepy sounding. Imagine messing around on your shortwave radio or something and then this is coming over.
1: I'm throwing my shortwave radio out the window.
0: (laughs) You're listening at night. You're like, I wonder what kind of fun action I could find out.
1: If I was woken up in the middle of the night by that song, I'm out of whatever area I'm in. (laughs)
0: Listen to it. It just plays over and over for a little bit. And then, like, there's...
1: It's just creepy. kind of want ice cream now, though, for some reason.
0: Tell me that doesn't give you nightmares. Oh, that's creepy sounding.
1: Isn't that nuts? Yeah, I hope you can sleep well tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's... That's uh uh-uh, uh. That's too creepy, man. But and
1: it's.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, what's if this is just supposed to give up? Why do they have to be creepy? Why do they got to be so like fucking creepy about it? You know what, what I mean? Make...
2: What,
1: if it's, what if it's not creepy to them though? It's just creepy <laughs> to us.
2: Well, what if, it makes you wonder? Do they even know what it is? You know, we're, if... we're we're over here talking about the governments won't say it's theirs or it's ours or whatever. What if they don't even know?
1: What if that's their version of Molly Cyrus? <laughs> <laughs> so to them it's not creepy at all It's just terrible pop music Really it's
0: it, it's just performance art
2: Better than Miley Cyrus man It's performance
0: so. art It's Bjork It's Bjork's new album <laughs> And that's her mass marketing
2: There you go Radio stations
0: Oh god it's creepy sounding though That's gonna, that's gonna uh, keep me up at night That, that sound. voice
2: man oh. Voice is just Like emotionless
0: And the whole oh. point is just to I don't know, whatever numbers they're saying out, whoever's receiving. Again, the person receiving them, wouldn't you be, like, putting in that that suggestion box at work? Like, can we make that a little bit more pleasant to listen to? (laughs) Because
2: I'm going to have to listen to it all the time. Seeing as how I have to do my job. make it like a classic rock?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Why isn't it just regular music playing and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you'll hear, you know, the message you need?
1: Yeah, why can't it be like some credence and then (laughs) then give me the numbers and then we can go on about our
2: day?
0: if they and, want to keep people away from listening red to That's Dawn, it.
2: man. You guys remember that in the in Red Dawn when they're watching when they're listening to the radio? Oh, the guy yeah. would come on and he'd be like, "John has a long mustache. The chair is against the wall."
0: That's right. That's right.
2: And, and like that was how they they get the messages across that way. So you're right. If you're going to do it, why not just do it that way? Nobody knows why the chair is up against the wall or why he's saying this.
1: Or why John hasn't just shaved. Just shave, John.
2: Yeah, just shave already.
1: Just shave. (laughs) You can make fake commercials. You look ridiculous.
0: (laughs) You you could. You could make fake commercials. And it could be, you know, what you guys are doing. Like it's a commercial and then back to the music. You know what I mean?
2: Like in Serenity. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. They they find odd, weird signals from everywhere. I mean, uh. Did you guys read about that? Uh, I think they call it the Wow Signal. Oh, yeah.
0: I remember that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, it's just a signal from outer space. They don't know why.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna look up right now number stations. Like, are you are you able to listen to any of these live, like live broadcasts online?
2: I don't know if they're live online, but I think um, some of them do get streamed because there's that one website, numberstations.com. Really. I think is what it's called. I don't know if you can stream any of them on there.
1: Not a very creative name, though. Well, <laughs>
2: yeah, but, you know, yeah, the- no. not exactly, you know.
1: It looks
0: like you need shortwave radios and receivers. Oh, Do you have one, Johnny? Do you really have a shortwave?
1: No. Well, oh. <laughs> so what year is this? You said
0: something <laughs> about, I'm going to show- throw mine out the window. I thought, well, maybe he's an enthusiast.
2: No, if I had one and that song was playing. Yeah, I would throw it out the window too, man. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. So these are just regular broadcasts. They're not put out there to freak anyone out. They're not interruptions or anything like what we're going to get to. This is just something that's out there. A lot of people don't want to say what they are. and it's If you have the right radio and you find the right frequency, you just hear these weird sounds and sometimes numbers counting. And did, in the,
1: you, did you really think that I had a shortwave radio? I did for a second. I really did. Like in my
0: mind, I'm thinking he's just, got one on his to shelf somewhere. Audience
1: and you know, sometimes I'll say things just to be funny and they're not true. Like I have a girlfriend currently. It was just, sometimes I'll just make stuff up for humor wise.
2: Well, as long as we're doing that, as lo- you know, for the benefit of the audience. Uh, UVB-76 is broadcast on 4625 kilohertz. So if anybody wants to listen in and let us know uh. what's going on, maybe record a couple of the uh, voice transmissions, that would be stupendous.
0: That would be sweet.
2: Because yeah. I would, like you, Chris, I would like to hear some non-YouTube broadcasts of this.
0: There's got to be somebody that's that's, you know, streaming huh? it live.
2: Like monitors it 24-7, you know?
1: It almost sounds like music you'd hear in a club to me. Maybe it's because I'm old now, (laughs) so all of it sounds the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people would answer that.
2: Yeah, doesn't it almost sound more like an alarm than a tone? It does. You know, like a a tornado warning alarm or something like that, or the, the old nuclear siren or something like that? I mean, it I don't know. Even the to me, even the tone itself is creepy, and how monotonous it is. And
0: Hmm. it says you need. I'm looking online. Like I want to listen now. Oh, to listen online. Listening in real time online is trickier proposition, but it's possible. SDR space is a community run service of shortwave receivers operated by individuals. Blah 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 blah. Too much reading. A number of shortwave enthusiasts sites like HFR, hfradio.org. Oh, so they have like tuners that you can adjust to listen in on real time. Okay, so let's see. So, what was it that you said I had to listen to? I want to see if I can uh, tune to it.
2: 4625 kilohertz. Let's see how this works.
0: What
1: is this? This is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> This is a horrible sight. Uh, oh, I thought you were reading my poetry from when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
2: no, that's my poetry, man. You don't get to. Nah.
0: It says megahertz.
1: Oh, that! If you listen to it, it really does tuning I mean, control. It hurts really bad.
0: <laughs> frequency. What did you say the frequency was? Let's see.
2: Forty-six twenty-five kilohertz.
0: 4625. I don't know if that works. Right. Let's see if that takes me to it. All right, so now it says go back to the shortwave radio page and click on the radio speaker
1: to hear what I'm hearing here. So this is supposed to be it. Let's see. So is there a guy just waiting on people to ask to do this? Wait, what's
0: it downloading? What's going on?
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. There's a guy
0: sitting there. You're right. He's sitting there, and it's like a little chat window that comes up, and then he just <laughs> he tunes to it and puts the microphone up to the <laughs> –
2: you probably just got your... The microphone of the microphone. You just oh. put
1: yourself on a list, Chris. They're going to come after you.
0: They are. Someone's knocking at my door right now.
1: They're downloading downloaded something on your computer.
0: That's creepy, the, dude.
1: The ultimate spyware.
0: Yeah, if there's anyone out there that knows anything more about number stations, has any recordings, has anything they want to share with us, definitely find our Facebook page, History Creeps. Post it on there and let us know what's going on.
2: Because we definitely... Would like to hear some, or
0: if you're a shady character in the government, you want to give us give us all the info,
2: dude. Men in Black, much? Come on, <laughs> I don't want to get flashed, man.
1: man. I prefer I prefer Men in Black too much. <laughs>
0: oh man, so what else? What other uh, what other broadcasts do we have? What other transmissions that are on, on the table today?
1: I wanted to I wanted to point out one. Uh, I, this is one that I hadn't a- ever heard of. And it was called the 52 Hertz Whale. Have you guys heard of this one?
0: 52 Hertz well?
1: Whale. Whale. W H A L E. Oh, yeah. whale.
2: I think I have heard of that one. Isn't that the one that they call the loneliest whale in the world?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's okay. the loudest. It's the loudest sound. I know it, it sounds just like a whale. Like the the noises it makes is is recorded underwater. By the way, obviously, it sounds just like a whale. They can't ever find it though. They don't know where it's at, but they hear it constantly. There's even a Kickstarter uh to raise money to really f- look hard for this thing to even is it really? uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's c- contributed to.
2: Yes.
0: Okay, what's it called the what whale again? For the our 52
1: Hertz whale. Well.
0: Hertz whale. I'm going to look up the Kickstarter. So tell us about it, Johnny. That's all I know.
1: I have told oh. you everything I've known.
2: <laughs> well, they say that it's it's uh the the sound that it makes is similar to um I think it's a a blue whale's mating call?
1: Yeah, which is the largest animal that we know of right now, currently, mm-hmm. obviously. But they say that it's twice, or it's like it's even louder than that, though. It sounds like it, but it's tw- it's super loud.
2: So if the animal would be about twice the size of a blue whale. So, I I don't know, man. It's It could be the bloop thing. It could be the bloop animal.
1: See, that's what I was thinking. What if they're related in a way?
0: Is this for real? This is for real.
1: Yeah, i think making but, this up.
0: Well, no, but people think it's a whale. What wouldn't just because of the sound they think it's a whale for real?
1: That's what they're thinking because of the noise it makes. It sounds very similar to like what Carter was saying, like a blue whale's mating call almost. But it sounds really lonely, and uh, they but they can't ever find it despite how loud it is. And they track it all over the world
2: too. They pick it up on all the microphones underwater, but they can't ever. They can't ever track it enough to figure out
1: what it is. That is now. Crazy. Just so everybody knows, when we mentioned the bloop noise, there was a bloop noise that was recorded in like '97 or something. Uh, various stations, like that, were a thousand miles apart across the world, recorded this sound or got the sound of a large animal. Where well, they think it was, they don't really know what it was, but it was like it made a bloop noise, but it was super loud.
0: I've. Uh... I've never heard of the bloop, and I've never heard of this lonely whale. This is the first time I'm hearing of this lonely whale. I'm a little fascinated by the Kickstarter page, all the celebrities that have jumped on to do this.
1: Who are some of the other celebrities? I only know of DiCaprio,
0: the dude from uh, uh, what's this? What's his name from uh, that show on HBO? The guys that all hang out hung out together. He became famous in LA.
2: Oh, Mark Wahlberg.
0: No, yeah, but the guy that the guy that plays the character on his show piven um no 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 The the guy that's the star oh crap adrian something i can't remember his name
2: adrian grenier
0: yes yes him and the guy who plays hollywood on that show too what's the name of that show entourage Entourage. good god what's the matter with me yeah so the guy (laughs) (laughs) the guy who plays the main guy who's the hollywood uh the star and then one of his boys that went by the name hollywood they're both a part of this thing um There's also a feature-length documentary entitled "52: The Search for the Loneliest Whale" is in production, uh, and is due to be released sometime in 2015. It says so. I wonder if it was already released.
2: That'd be interesting to see. Huh? Yeah, that'd be interesting to see.
0: Now, is the bloop this bloop attributed to the whale?
1: They don't know. They haven't. Me and Carter are just kind of guessing that maybe it's sort of related because it was another. Random noise that they heard underwater. It's that's just it, super duper loud, and it just sounds like a bloop. If you if we listen to it, it sounds like a bloop. That's why it's called the bloop noise. It's called the bloop. The bloop noise, yeah. You can probably find it and play it real quick. I think yeah. it's on YouTube.
2: Yeah, you can. It's on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. The biggest animal ever recorded in ocean
0: depths? Question mark. Oh, uh, let's see what this is. Is there just a recording of the bloop itself? Yeah, here we go. I hate like when you want to watch a video and they go all out of their way to put all
1: these words and all this, and it's like don't get me started on that. One <laughs> just for the record, if you're going to uh, re- make a YouTube video and you're just going to put words on it instead of just speaking, then just freaking write a blog post.
0: <laughs> all right, here we go. This is the ocean. Ooh. There it was. <laughs> Let's hear that again. crazy one more yeah, it,
1: it doesn't really even sound like much to us just listening to it now but pull up. In a, but in actuality they say that that's if whatever's making it is like twice the size of a blue whale Wow pull
2: up the Julia noise
0: uh oh what's that is that gonna creep me out
2: it, it'll creep you out a little bit just because of what it sounds like oh
1: it's just it's just Julia just some girl named Julia talking underwater
2: And well it's creepy,
1: man. Uh-oh, here we go. Julia. Okay, again with
0: the writing at the beginning of this. Just just play it, dude. <laughs>
2: Listen.
0: <laughs> uh. That is creepy,
2: right? Right, it actually sounds like it's saying Julia.
0: You know what it sounds like to me too. You ever see the movie *Stir of Echoes? Yes. Do you remember when um, she's like uh, the lady's trying to talk to somebody and says, "I need to talk to whatever." She's on the phone or something, and her little kid is sitting there playing on the floor, and she's like, "You don't need to talk to you don't need to talk to so and so," and he looks at her and goes, "Talk to me." Like the voice yeah. changes. Oh, that's what it just reminds me of. That's just creepy. And this is all underwater. Let's see what it said, it said here, all this writing. In 1999, uh, NOAA hydrophones picked up a sound so loud it was heard over the entire Pacific region. Holy
1: crap. Yeah, that's... See, that's the other thing. All these noise, <clears throat> even the bloop noise, like I said before, was like various stations thousands of miles apart heard it. This is it makes
2: it even stranger that... Oh, uh, no. The other two I could believe are animals, but the Julian noise is the one that really freaks me out. Well, this sounds so much like speech.
0: They say the ocean's still like the final frontier. There's so much of it undiscovered. so many things we don't even know what's there.
1: Well, I mean, you know, recently, they only recently really found out that giant squids were real. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, they thought it was always the, what the myths and and the the stories of legend like the idea that there was monsters in the sea. Uh and yeah, they just found one. There was one and it was on, caught on high def camera, wasn't it? Like a Japanese boat or something.
1: Well, they've yep. actually caught one. You can actually go see it in some museum even. It's it's Oh. You don't want to you don't want to mess with them. Man.
0: These bloops are creepy, dude. There's some other creepy stuff out there that's that's come out on these like different interruptions and broadcasts. Um, what was the one we were going to do? The, the Max Hedrum one? Talk about bizarre.
1: Man. That <laughs> did you see it, Chris? Did you actually watch it?
0: I did. I actually watched the, the entire thing. Uh, I read about it, and then I watched the broadcasts. And they're just, uh, just, I don't even, it's so bizarre. I don't even know what to say.
1: Did you know that it happened twice on the same day, really?
0: I did. I did. And I think it was because the first time the sound didn't work. They were trying to do something, and so all that came through was video and no sound, and it was cut off. Like the station that that happened to, they cut it off.
2: It was W in Chicago, and they were trying to to hack over the broadcast, and they couldn't. They couldn't get the entire broadcast hacked because the WGN towers were so powerful.
0: Oh, that's right. The 9 o'clock news, that's right. It was trying to cut yeah, in during so they, the they So they
2: took it to, like, the basically the Chicago area version of PBS, <laughs> uh, which was in the middle of showing a Doctor Who episode. Yeah. And <laughs> that's when you really get the the audio and the, the video. But, man, you watch the clips, you can't really tell what the guy's saying. No, it's not at all. Now. You know, without the subtitles.
0: And I wonder if that's because I don't think it was the distortion, right? It's the fact that they're trying to hijack the the wave, and they just can't they can't plug the audio in as well. Is that what it is? You I think? think? That,
2: I think that's what it is.
0: Um, have you here? I'm going to play it so listeners can hear what it's like. You, what you'll hear at the beginning is actually some of Doctor Who, the old TV show Doctor Who, and then you're going to hear this buzz and this weirdo talking. Here we go, and he's what he's what he's doing is he's wearing a huge rubber Max Headroom mask. And for listeners who don't know who Max Headroom is, back in the <laughs> 80s, um, he was a Coke guy, right? He was a Coke thing or a Pepsi, Pepsi. a pep, yeah, but I
1: don't remember which one, but he used to be like a character who would uh, try to sell you soda. Pretty. Now much was right.
0: he was he created by Pepsi or was he a character like? And um,
2: He was a character that was actually played by Matt Frewer. If you guys remember Matt Frewer, the actor. No. Um, he was in, um, he was the next door neighbor's father in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the original one.
0: Oh, okay. Um, he,
2: uh, they would put him in makeup. It wasn't CG, even though it looked like it back then. They would put him in this makeup and this suit, and he would be, you know, Max Headroom, and all the little glitches and stuff were him.
0: Oh, yeah, that was him doing, like, the, um... It was just his text, like, like to, to make the glitches, to make it look digital, right? The whole point yeah, is that yeah, he Yeah, was...
2: yeah, and that was so... He he was supposed to be a, a fictional AI character, but what happened was he was part of a television show that only lasted for about two seasons, and it was called Max Headroom, but it was about a journalist who had his brain downloaded into the Internet.
0: That's what it was. And the brain
2: became this AI character, Max Headroom. It was in, like, a dystopian future...
0: That's right. That's right. I completely forgot about that. It was supposed to be like this. Was supposed to be what cyberspace was like, and it was like these weird eight, 1980s laser like lines behind him all the time. And he, yeah. would, like I said, he'd have those ticks that he would do to make it seem like the video was chopping up.
1: Yeah, uh, well, yeah but yeah, like you were saying too, he was also in soda commercials, which is what I remember him from.
0: Yeah, that's where I, I remember the the soda commercials for sure. So anyway, this broadcast, these people break in, to, like to a a broadcast and the guy's wearing this huge max headroom, uh, mask. And there's someone on the original broadcast, the first one that comes through that has no sound. They have like this big old corrugated steel sheet behind them. And they're like moving it around to give that effect that's on the show. Like it's so, it's so like badly produced. Like you see this and you're like, Oh my God. But it's so bizarre. So anyway, I'm going to play the clip where the actual audio came in. So, you'll hear Doctor Who for a little bit, and then you're going to hear these weirdos and whatever their message was supposed to be heard is.
2: You should talk often with the old ones of your tribe. That is the only way to learn.
0: I'll get you a hot drink, message Why you try he's a freaking nerd. I worse Freaking Oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Catch the wave. Catch the wave. and he's doing all he's just so bizarre he's like throwing the the coke can around or the pepsi can around and like he's got a big prosthetic middle finger he's trying to shove into the camera's lens and oh it is the most bizarre thing i'd ever seen
2: well what's interesting about it is he's he's Shouting, catch the wave, and flinging the Coke can, even though Max Headroom was a Pepsi spokesman. (laughs) And if you ever watch the old Max Headroom TV show, this is what he would do, is pirate broadcast.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, but you forgot the part where he pulls his pants down and some lady smacks his butt.
0: Yeah, she's dressed in a um, a maid's uniform and starts whacking him with a a fly swatter.
2: (laughs) Yeah, which almost seems like it's done just because you couldn't show an ass on TV back then.
0: Yeah, they're just doing whatever. Almost like
2: a finger in and of itself to the FCC.
0: And he holds a does he grabs like a, a big old rhinestone glove and puts it on and says, "My brother's wearing the other one." Yeah. Because Michael Jackson used to wear it.
1: Yep. Yeah, when I was watching it, I watched it a few times. I tried to figure out if they were recording that live or if it was like a pre-tape thing that they interrupted it with. Because he calls Doctor Who a nerd, so that made me think <laughs> it was live. But then. When it gets to the part where he's getting spanked there's like a cut or a edit in the film. Yeah, you're right, it is.
2: Yeah. So it, it that's and that's the one that kinda leads it to, to leads you to think it maybe it was pre taped.
1: Yeah. And uh you never see anybody's faces. You so say you don't know there's only two people in it, it's mainly that guy, but you never see his actual face. And whoever that woman is it comes in and gives him a nice little spanking.
0: <laughs> and again, like what was the point of this, you know what I mean?
1: I, I I feel like it was just a.
2: Would they you could why would pirate broadcast if you're, you know, why hijack it if you're not going to do anything with it?
1: Yeah,
0: that's true. There was that one you guys heard about, Captain Midnight.
2: Yes. <laughs> this, this
0: guy that was pissed off that like what was it HBO or all cable was raising HBO, its rate.
2: HBO was jacking their rate up. And
0: he was pissed off, so he he jacked their 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 uh their feed, and all it was was one of those um test bars, the color bars, and it had like a message on there talking about. You know about HBO jacking up your rates And that's it like that's all he did So yeah you're right if you're going to do something Do something and and this was
1: But he also they also admitted that it was him And then he came out and said that he did it uh, You know uh, when you would if you would hijack it It was like a humongous fine It was a huge fine So whoever was doing this if they're doing just doing it for fun They were taking a big chance <laughs> And you had to have some amazing expensive equipment To do it too uh, like you know, like I think Carter mentioned, uh, whatever building that had it was uh, doing a signal from. It was like a really strong signal. The so original. the signal you were using had to be even stronger to be able to interrupt it. Yeah, well, WGN. It had be, and you got to be close to it too.
2: Exactly. They say you had to be in line of sight with the uh, broadcasting tower to hit it with your satellite. Huh. From, from the you know from the rooftop. So you've got you know that's and that's the other thing where it has to be pre-taped, right? Because there's too much. um uh, synchronization that would have to occur from too many different people because you've got however many guys up on the roof at least two aiming this satellite you know at the Sears tower to to overpower the broadcast you've got at least two guys probably more controlling the equipment on the ground and then if you're if you're doing it live you've got at least three people with that broadcast one guy behind the camera and then the, the two people in front of it so how can you get that many people to keep their mouths shut
0: and like you said um yeah you have to be within the vicinity of this tower right so now was the wgn uh towers in the same vicinity as the the second one they hit the wttw
2: yes um uh one is the sears tower and the other is the um Oh, I want to say it's the John Hancock Tower, but I think that's wrong. But they are oh, in the... Yeah, in
0: the- Yeah, John Hancock Center, you're right. No. WGN was in John Hancock and WTTW was in Sears. And are those close together? I mean, I've been to Chicago once. I really don't remember.
2: I, if you look at a grid, you know, of the city, relatively close. Within that two-hour time period, yes,
0: absolutely. So you could pull it off easily.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's not a big network of people messing around. It's not like Tyler Durden.
2: No, it, it couldn't be, right? How could you get all those people to keep their mouths shut? You're
0: right. It's this one dude and it has to be edited and and a pre-recorded thing.
2: There's no other wonder, explanation.
0: You know what? Right? I don't I saw the original one or let me see what the first one was like because the first one had no sound.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think they're still trying to talk and make noises and stuff, though. He, he is. Has, yeah, he just he's... can't hear it. Now, is awesome. it
0: the exact same footage though? Do you know what I mean? Is the exact same footage before it got no, cut it's off?
1: Not.
2: It's not.
0: Huh. So there you go. I mean, it, like aside from the second part, the second part being recorded when it cuts away to the the ass whooping.
1: You also got to remember that this was an '87. You know, we like on this show we like to put uh, a time and make you remember think yeah. of the time that this is happening. This is before cell phones were even huge. I mean, this was, or the, technically, they were huge, <laughs> like literally. But you know, uh, no, you're but like, right. You know, you're technology right. was nowhere where it is now. But it was, oh, like,
2: absolutely. So, and that's I've heard estimates of twenty five thousand dollars for what the cost of the equipment that you would need to do this. But when they say twenty five thousand dollars, they're saying new.
1: Yeah. True.
2: You could you could conceivably get this stuff used.
1: For like twenty three thousand dollars. <laughs> well, but even then, <laughs> I'm
2: going by
1: Game. I'm going by GameStop rules.
2: But think about it though. It can't. It, if you get the stuff used, say from, I don't know, uh, 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 another, maybe another uh, broadcasting company that's that's gone out of business, or has gone bankrupt and has to, you know, pay their creditors, so they got to sell everything. It wouldn't be that difficult to put that mu- that amount of equipment together. It might take a while.
0: What if it was somebody that worked um, behind this, like was like a cameraman or something for one of these news news companies, and that was like his revenge. Originally, he was going after the WGN, but because they were too strong, he used the other signal instead and got he his be, message. You might out. be
1: onto something because in that one where you can actually hear him, he mentions somebody's name, and that was actually one of the anchors or somebody on the other station.
2: Yep. They they have said that it was a targeted attack on WGN.
1: That's yeah. Maybe it's just a
0: uh, a disgruntled worker. So he would know what he was doing. You know, he's used the, the the stuff before, and maybe he even has access to it. Maybe he still has buddies working, and they let him in to get you know whatever he needed.
2: Well, that could be true too. An inside job. I mean, it would seem more that way that you could control the situation better. As in, you'd have less people involved, so there's less chance of somebody opening their mouth. Mm-hmm. Which, that, you know, if I'm the guy doing this, that's my number one concern. Because I don't want to go to jail or pay the fine. Right. So, my number one concern is going to be trying not to get caught.
0: Especially when it's the nonsense. All that stuff was just straight nonsense.
2: Exactly, and again, you go back to the, if you're going to do it, you know, why not be like Matthew Willard at the end of
0: Hackers? <laughs> isn't there a isn't there a part in this this thing where he's like starts just farting like super loud?
1: Maybe that's I, in your subconscious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm almost positive. I'm gonna have to look into it, but I, I'm almost positive he does. Yeah. Sometimes
1: we hear what we want to hear. Chris. It
0: says he begins to moan painfully, exclaiming about his piles. After which, a flatulent sound is heard, and then he states, "I made a giant masterpiece for all the great." greatest world newspaper nerds
1: (laughs) (laughs) and and just and just so you know like we sort of mentioned this before but the only reason that the public was outraged was because they they saw somebody's butt there that's Mm -hmm. the only reason they they were kind of weirded out about it and they interrupted their doctor who yeah but you know they were more mad that they saw butt. there's a really um i don't know if any of you guys watch south park but there's an episode of south park where the boys get ninja weapons and they get one of the star a throwing stars stuck in one of the kids' eyes because they we were playing with him, And they're afraid they're going to get in trouble. So Cartman thinks that he has ninja powers and he can turn invisible and walk around a crowd of people to try to get them to you know, so get out of a situation. But, anyway, obviously he's not invisible when he takes off all his clothes and everybody in town sees him just naked. So then it cuts to a, a town hall scene and everybody's up in arms and, you know, they go, oh, I can't believe they showed that. And all these kids are thinking, well, I mean, we're in trouble for getting – uh, butter's uh, throwing star in his eye. But it turns out everybody was just mad that they saw uh, <laughs> you <know>, Cartman's penis. <laughs> yeah,
0: sounds about right. That's awesome. This made national headlines. It's, I mean, for it being a smaller station, it, it's, they said it was on CBS Evening News. Like they were talking about the Max Hedrum thing.
1: Well, it's never, it's never really happened before.
2: It had never happened before, and the fact that it was such a powerful microwave signal to overpower the WGN. Uh, Towers and the WTTW towers.
0: Well, now this (laughs) happened in the '80s, right?
2: I'm from
1: '87.
0: Almost ten years before that was the um, was the Southern Television broadcast interruption. You guys know about that one with the alien voices.
2: I think I've heard. I think I've heard the uh, the transcript of that one. Yeah. Yeah, like
0: the one
1: that's in England or something that happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. there, There was during a news broadcast. All of a sudden, like the. The picture didn't go completely out there you could tell they were trying to to jack the picture as well but the voice came through and it was this guy in like this weird voice saying he was this um whatever his name was from a different planet like this huge intergalactic council and he's had a message for earth talking about like um we need to get rid of all our weapons of evil we have a short time to learn to live live together in peace all this craziness and it just goes on for like a few minutes
1: yeah, and all you can hear now, though, is like somebody redid it, and that's all you can find. I don't think you can actually find of the actual original broadcast. Oh, network.
0: really? Yeah, I'd have to find that.
1: That'd be nice. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you can. I don't think they recorded it. Yeah. But like you said, this was a long time ago. This wasn't when people could just TiVo anything. or nineteen seventy DVR or stuff. <laughs> 1977
2: TiVo. Yeah. Well, you, you, you depend on the network companies to hold on to those tapes, and if they don't hold on to them, you know st- their entire doctor who episodes from back in the 60s that are gone because for that same reason they just, they just threw the, the tape away you mm. know
0: that's too bad cuz i would love to hear that voice i, I to say it's too like. bad
1: cuz you love doctor who
0: no not even close doctor
2: who i'd like to see those episodes
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just want to hear the 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 voice the alien voice come through yeah. i want to see what it sounded like
2: Nobody. Yeah, because it's one of those things where, you know, like what Johnny just said, you couldn't just pop a tape into your VCR and be like, oh, this is cool, it's recorded.
0: No.
1: You know? Just so everybody knows, some of our listeners might not know what a VCR is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's true, though. It's true. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> oh, man. We used to have these things called cassette tapes, and we also had these things called VCR tapes. VCR. And then, they moved, and then cassette tape turned to a CD. A video. Which you probably don't know what those are now either.
0: V- video cassette <laughs> recorder. Do you remember? Do you guys? Did you guys used to have the tape rewinders? Yes. Yeah. I used to have yeah, one in, in the shape bus. of a,
2: had eight of them.
0: I used to have one that was in the shape of um kit from Knight Rider. And so the front would pop open. You'd slide the, the tape into it, close it, and it would rewind. And you'd. Sounds like the car's running. That's,
2: That's
1: awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> a-
0: oh man, but yeah, that the alien voice—that's um, a creepy one. But there was one that we were going to talk about tonight, which was super creepy, and it fits for the show because we are history creeps. Um, this one was a college radio station hijacking, audio hijacking.
1: So you know it was smart.
0: Yes. The, it's WKCR. Uh, in yeah, the, in New York City, Columbia University's um, college radio station. Yes. Know much about this one, Carter?
2: Um, I do. Um, you know what's interesting is that it's hard to find a lot of information on this one because there's a lot of there's a lot of belief that it's a hoax mm-hmm. or that it was perpetrated by the guys in the radio station. hmm Um, I've watched a YouTube video about it where they show the guy who originally recorded the broadcast. Um, this apparently happened in 1995. They don't know when exactly. Um, again, it's a college radio station, like you said, so you know they're not going to keep a lot of records about their broadcasts and things like that. Um, the audio was not uploaded to YouTube until, I believe, mm-hmm. Two thousand eight. So by that point, there was nobody around that could say, you know, this person worked here at this time, and you should go talk to them. Yeah. Or, um, had
0: this? Had the story been around before the audio was uploaded, or or was that the audio one? Uploaded? I don't know
2: either. Yeah.
0: See that was. Would... It,
2: it's hard to trace, you know, anything back to it because nobody has a whole lot of information about it. Hmm. But uh, supposedly. Um, the guy kept the this tape of the broadcast that he recorded on his own, you know, radio. Um, and it freaked him out so bad that he kept it in a box and didn't talk about it. Oh! And finally, somebody convinced him. You know, somebody heard it that he played for him and said, "You got to upload this to YouTube,
0: man." Yeah, that's cool. So the the um, I found an article about it on a radio station's website and there's a quote that he talks about he says um around 1995 i was about 15 i used to stay up late in my room listening to the radio on a boom box with an integrated tape recorder i would dial through the stations and when i heard something interesting i'd hit record for a while and then move on one night i came across this i don't think this was the beginning of the broadcast but i caught a lot of it Right at the end, an announcer says the station I was turn- tuned to was WKCR eighty nine point nine New York. There are a bunch of names and dates in there, but I've never run into anything else like this. Have you? And you've listened to this? Yes. Have you heard it, Johnny?
1: No, I'm very curious to hear. Oh, that. I can't oh, wait for you no. to hear
0: this, because I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a bit of it. Um, it's creepy. Now, I think we're all around the same age, right? How old are you, how old are you Carter?
1: Thirty four.
0: Thirty four. Okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be thirty eight next month. How old are you, Johnny?
1: I just literally turned 33 like a day or two
0: ago. Yeah, so we're still we we all remember cassette tapes and and doing I that.
2: I I used to record songs <laughs> off the radio. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I used to make the mix. You'd sit there and I always talk about how like, you remember sitting there and having your your boombox on record like waiting for that song to start and then you'd let go of the pause button so it'll kick in right when you ne- you wanted it to, you know? Yeah. Um, but I used to do what this guy did too. I'd listen at night, like to the weird AM stations and just look for weird things. Anything that I heard that sounded cool. And I'd just record for a little bit so I could just listen back to it later. Um, and I remember also like recording overnight shows, like I'd hit record and then go to sleep and then, you know, wake up the next day and listen to whatever played on the radio at like for two hours or whatever it was. Um, but let me tell you something. If I recorded and then listened to this I don't think I'd ever have done it again. You got You got to hear this. Are you ready for this? Do it. All right. You're here late. we go. I'm not messing with the volume. That's just how it's going.
1: It like we're at a train station. <laughs> and this goes with some, on... With somebody with
0: asthma. This goes on for five minutes.
2: Go to, go to the voices, man. Let him hear the voices.
1: All right, let's see. She needs an inhaler.
2: the father of Katie and Lisa the the Sr. and father Barbara, husband.
1: She's just reading like an obituary? That's
2: what it sounds like. It's a bunch of obituaries from people that died in the 1980s. Except, one of them is the guy that survived the Lockerbie bombing, and another one is uh, an Oppenheimer uh, 60s or the 70s.
1: Well, thank you for listening to History Cage. I'm going to keep talking like this for the rest of the episode. I hope you guys are cool with that. the, (laughs) The end is creepy. Listen to this. That is just too creepy. Now I'm gonna say something and feel free to disagree with me, but she sounds kinda of hot. <laughs>
2: uh, if you think horns and a tail are hot, man.
1: Uh, hey man, teach their own. Don't judge me.
2: <laughs> uh, dude, Uh-oh. that one that one Can
1: you imagine, (laughs) what if you're dating that girl, and that's how she talks normally, and when she's trying to whisper sweet nothings into your ear, it sounds like that.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I want to take you to the bedroom and do all kinds of stuff to you. Except it comes out with obituaries.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's what freaks me out the most about it, is the way they're they're chanting.
1: Yeah. I I think what freaks me out more is the background noise. Like, what's going on in the background, it's like, it's, it's... it sounded, I know it's not a, tr- a subway station, but that's the feeling I got. You know. You know what I mean. Like the sounds yeah. of the trains coming in and out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that.
0: I don't know, but I'll tell you. I, I agree with this guy. If this was me, and I would recorded that done, put it away. I have. I have. I ever told you? I don't know if I've told you this, Johnny. Um, but I have a recording uh, on cassette tapes. Two tapes. Um, of a girl who is supposedly possessed by demons, and um, the exorcism of it of the girl. Have I ever told you guys about told you about that, Johnny?
1: No, this is the first time hearing <laughs> this. Yeah,
2: same here.
0: So, Taco, you want to talk about weird broadcasts or whatever? I'd love to. It, somehow, I got to figure out how I could play this so you guys can hear it. I have these two cassette tapes, and the way I came across them was. Uh, when I lived in Florida, I went to, um, part of my high school, I went to a, a Southern Baptist school and, um, one of the bigger Southern Baptists or one of the bigger, um, schools, I guess, for like, um, preachers and get people to go to school and become preachers is, uh, a, a place called Hiles Anderson college in Chicago. Yes. Oh, you know about it. Okay. So a friend of mine, um, was thinking about becoming a preacher and he'd went, he went there for a couple semesters and one of the, one of the courses they had was like um, a Bible study class where once in a while they'd have these preachers or other people, other men of God or whoever they are come to do like these basically almost like, almost like having a guest speaker at church, but it was for the class. So they'd be in, they would be in, in the church in the chapel area and this guy would go on and tell his, his whatever. And, they would record them you you could after after church services or after these these talks you could go and buy these tapes these cassette tapes in at the bookstore you know what i mean but one of these guys they came, he came and he did this whole thing like this whole sermon about the um witchcraft and the devil and and demon possession and all this stuff and he when he started my friend ended up buying the tapes the recording of it but and he let me listen to him and I made copies of them. But this it's really creepy because this guy comes out and he ends up talking about how he used to have um, a radio show down in Georgia where on AM and he would, you know, talk about God and all that stuff. And he said one night he got a phone call at the radio you know, station just as he was getting ready to leave. They got a phone call at the station. It was this girl and she was saying she had been driving home uh, after service one night and I was trying to find something to listen to on the radio and everything was coming in static except his show. So she was listening to his show and she became very intrigued by his show and felt like she had felt the urge to call him. So he was like, okay, well tell me a little bit about you. And so he's taught, she's talking to him a little bit and he says, you know, well, what service were you coming back from? And then from then he found out like she was coming back from a, a witchcraft switchcraft like a witchcraft thing. Her parents were into witchcraft and So he talks about, you know, he he said, listen, uh, the show's about to end, um, but I'd love to continue to talk to you. So he told her he gave him his number at his little office and said to give him a call there. And so, and this is what he's telling during this recording, during the sermon. He's telling this as the story. So you can hear this on the tape, he's telling this. And he tells how, like, he had her call him at the office and they talked for a little bit. And there was a time, like, during their conversation where he said something about the blood of Christ. And the second he said that, he said her voice changed. And, like, when you listen to her voice, it was, like, a very high, very effeminate voice. But when he said something about the blood of Christ, like, it became this deep, guttural, real weird growl. So he was like, listen, I'm going to have to have you call me back tomorrow night so we can talk more. I would like to talk to you about this. And he got some of his, these guys that know more about it to help him um, rig up his um his voicemail thing his his uh answering machine so that they could record her calling in and they did and then he plays the tapes so you can listen to the tapes during this sermon and they are so freaking creepy there's so many times in there that you can hear this girl's voice change and unless she's a really good actress like it's really really scary there's one part like it i remember me and my buddy where he was like you got to listen to this we went out in his truck because his truck had a a tape player and we sat out in the truck and it was like lightning lightly raining outside and we had the volume turned all the way up so we could listen to it and there's a part where he's like he's talking to her and stuff and he says something about the blood of christ and this girl's voice she goes don't tell me about the blood of Christ I was there I saw the whole bloody thing I was like holy crap
1: no, no. drama drama queen Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: would say I would say I agree with you Johnny but my freshman year of high school I got shoved into a Catholic school and religion was sort of a required not sort of it was a required course mm-hmm I had to take it every year that I was there. And the first, my freshman year, they brought in a videotape that was like an actual Catholic Church-sanctioned exorcism. And it was literally the exorcist on steroids. It was... The strangest thing I have ever seen. Yeah. And it was the same kind of deal. If it was faked, then that girl deserved an Oscar.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I, I do feel we need to do a whole episode just devoted to famous exorcisms and such. I think
0: that would be awesome. And then I'll have to figure out how to get some of this audio off these cassette tapes because I'm telling you, when you guys hear this, it's just so creepy. And the guy just tells it's the story ends up going really crazy. Like, he invites her to come out to Georgia, fly down to Georgia. And she talks about how like, she has to do it without her parents knowing because you know, they're, they're into witchcraft and Satanism and all this. And, and then they ended up going off to some, some retreat and she was home alone. So that's when they planned for her to come down and she comes and visits and they do an exorcism. Like it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And you listen to it the whole time. You just listen to it. he keeps playing all these tapes and stuff that he recorded while this whole thing was going on. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, this sounds like another episode to me, and we can have Carter tell his story about what he saw. Definitely, and, uh, that's we creepy. Can, we can talk about the, you know, what the exorc, you know, that movie, The Exorcist, is actually based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. So we can talk about that and all that fun stuff. For
0: sure, I'm down for for an exorcism, exorcist episode.
1: Maybe we can, maybe we can have one. I'm feeling a little weird. So <laughs> <laughs> after
0: listening to the WKCR hijacking with the devil voices.
1: You know, I do all kinds of weird voices just subtly. I mean, who am I right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh oh. It sounds like the old prospectors in interrupting the broadcast. Transmission <laughs> broadcast.
1: <laughs> oh, save me, Satan, save me. <laughs> <the> devil.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> this was cool though. These are this is like these are one of the things you know what, um, I want to put this out there real quick. We had somebody leave us a comment on Facebook, um, a listener, and uh, it was greatly appreciated. They said that they really enjoy our show and they felt like it should be called things they didn't teach you in history class. And I got to tell you, stuff like this, the whole um, transmission interruption thing, the, the you know hijacking of airwaves, never once had I heard anything about these until we decided we were going to do it for the show.
1: And that's why we exist. This why the show matters. <laughs> that's why we're going to go to the top. Exactly. There's a lot of things that are true. You know, there's a lot of creepy stories you can hear that people make up, but there's a lot of stuff, and I mean a lot of stuff that happened in history that's real, They that really happened that's just as creepy, yeah. if not more so, actually. A
0: lot of the stuff we talked about, look it up. You can look it up online. Uh, look up the Southern Television Broadcast Interruption, Maddox Hedrum Hijacking, UVB-76, or The Buzzer.
1: We'll put um, some of this on the Facebook page.
0: Oh, easily Swedish Rhapsody Station. Listen to that creepy little music and the little girl talking.
1: Yeah. Speaking of uh, Facebook page, it's History Creeps on Facebook. Go like it, uh, join it. Yes. Join in the conversation. Feel free to put messages on there. For all sure. All positive ones. If you put a negative one, I'm going to assume it's for Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Sub- Thanks, <laughs> subscribe to
0: us on uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or on iTunes, Stitcher, all the different podcasts uh, outlets. Yeah,
1: Chris has another podcast, which is,
0: we do. We have back issues, comic book podcast, me, Anthony Mullen, Brandon Fuller, sit around and talk all things, comic books. <coughs> and yourself, you have one as well. Another one, Johnny. It's
1: the very famous, uh, into oblivion. It's a, definitely a comedy podcast, the variety uh, of, show. Of, of, and, uh, we have a, we're going to have a new one soon, uh, just so everybody knows. I know everybody listening to this won't get through into Oblivion updates. And uh, <laughs> we, we tried to record the other night, but uh, Bobby, who's the, who I do the show with, has come down with this cough. And we couldn't record anything because every minute he would cough. <laughs> so as soon as he's over that, we're going to have some new ones coming your way. Nice. And and Carter, you yourself have some books. Is that correct?
2: Uh, yes, I have uh, two novels out: uh, *The House on Dead Boy Lane* and *Meadowview Road*. And hopefully, we'll have uh, another one or two novels out uh, this year.
0: Nice. Um, oh, what about the prospector? You have a you have a, a little mini pod, don't you?
1: Uh, it's if you uh, subscribe to *The Into Oblivion*, you will get some special mini episodes of an old prospector who also happens to be a part-time ninja, and he just tries to give you your weekly news update. It's. Uh, He's not very good at it.
0: It's entertaining, though. It's definitely entertaining. (laughs) Um, That was a good show. It was a good good history creeps.
1: Absolutely. Try to sleep tonight after you heard all this.
2: I'm going to have trouble sleeping tonight, and I'm co-hosting the show.
0: See you next week, guys.